0: And as we open and read Your Word, we pray that You would bless this time. We turn to You and confess that only You can speak words of eternal life. So we pray, Lord, that You would speak such words to our hearts. We pray for that, Leading of your holy Spirit We pray for his revelation upon us this time. that we may see something of you and follow you So we commit this time into your hands, trusting that by your presence and blessing we will be fed thank you, Lord. In Jesus' precious name we pray. We want to consider some verses this morning from 1 Corinthians. And we want to read a couple of verses in the first chapters of 1 Corinthians. So let's start from the very beginning of the epistle. 1 Corinthians chapter 1. We we'll, we'll read the first verses. First Corinthians one one. Paul called an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God and sustenance, our brother, to the church of God which is at Corinth, to those who have been sanctified in Christ Jesus, saints by calling. With all who in every place call on the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, their
1: Lord and ours. Fong Verse 9,
0: God is faithful, through whom you were called into fellowship with his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. <coughs> 第九节,
1: Verse
0: ten. Now I exhort you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all agree and that there be no divisions among you, but that you be made complete in the same mind and in the same judgment. For I have been informed concerning you by my brethren, by Chloe's people, that there are quarrels among you. Now I mean this, each one of you is saying I am of Paul I am of Apollos and I of Cephas and I of Christ
1: 弟兄們,我藉我們耶穌基督的名勸你們都說一樣的話,你們中間也不可分黨, 分只要一心一意彼此相和,因為哥林斯加裡的人曾對我說,曾對我提起弟兄們來,說你們中間有分爭 的意思就是你们个人说 for the
0: word of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved is the power of
1: God在我们得救的人却为神。
0: Verse 30, see in the first chapter? 第30节, by His, but, by His doing, you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God, and righteousness, and sanctification, and redemption.
1: Uh, now in chapter 2, 第二章, I want to read verse
0: 2. For I determined to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified.
1: Verse 12 of the same chapter.
0: Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, so that we may know the things freely given to us by God.
1: 乃是神, 神来, 乃, 乃是从神来的灵, Chapter 3.
0: And I, brethren, could not speak to you as to spiritual man, but as to men of flesh, as to infants in Christ. I gave you milk to drink, not solid food, for you are not yet able to receive it. Indeed, even now, you are not yet able, for you are still fleshly. For since there is jealousy and strife among you, are you not fleshly, and are, are you not walking like mere
1: men? 我是用奶喂你们, 那是你们不能吃, 你们人是属肉体的, 照着世人的样子, and finally we want to read in chapter three verses from
0: eleven
1: through thirteen.
0: For no man can lay a foundation other than the one which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now if any man builds on the on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each man's work will become evident. For the day will show it, because it is to be revealed with fire, and the fire itself will test the quality.
1: Of each man's work. In
0: So as I believe most of you know, we have been meditating on a theme for almost a year now.
1: And
0: that theme is Fellowship in Christ. And the main or the theme verse, if I can use this term for our theme has been
1: 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9.
0: We just read it. I'll read it quickly again for you. It says, God is faithful, through whom you were called into fellowship with His Son, Jesus Christ our
1: Lord and as I
0: consider and meditated upon this this theme 当, I ha, I had a burden 嗯, and the burden was to approach the theme our theme of fellowship in Christ from the context of our theme verse, which is what I just read one so actually, if you, uh, most scholars, uh, as, as they study First Corinthians, they will tell us that there are several divisions in the epistle. <laughs> and I don't want to go into all the divisions in the epistle, but uh, there is a consensus among students of the Word of God that the first division of this epistle is from chapter 1 to chapter 4 and the theme or the thought of Paul in those first four chapters of the epistle are around this matter of our fellowship see uh, as we read in some verses here you can tell that in the church of Corinth there were some problems creeping in and a, a big problem of division, which is actually the very opposite of fellowship, was happening was prevalent in the Church of court. And Paul is going to spend the first four chapters of this epistle dealing with that problem. And the question which is, I I feel very important to answer is, how do we know that these first four chapters, they are dealing specifically with this problem, or or the matter of fellowship, is actually just from the positive and negative angle, I shouldn't just say problem. Sometimes when we read these four chapters, It seems that Paul is really talking a lot about uh, about a number of different things, and indeed he is. But somehow, in the back of his mind, there is one main theme that he is addressing in these four chapters. And I really feel that it's very important for us in order to understand what he's saying, in these four chapters, to have this, this same kind of, very clearly in our minds, there is one thing that Paul is trying to deal with. <laughs> so how do we know that there is this theme of fellowship? And how do we know that Paul indeed is addressing, trying to help those believers that are experiencing the very opposite of fellowship? <laughs>
1: Well,
0: you see that at the very beginning, and we read this, Paul says that there were the kind of problems that they were experiencing was that some people were saying, I am of Paul, and other people were saying, no, I am of Apollos, and no, 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 I am of Cephas, and yet others, I am of Christ. 所以你看见保罗就开始就提到说, Corinthian believers were establishing sects and factions inside the church, based on these servants of the Lord, believe it or not. And, and of course I'm sure that Paul here is representing the other two teachers that are mentioned like Cephas two other servants of the Lord like Peter which is Cephas and Apollos and I'm sure that if we could ask Peter and Apollos, uh, I feel that they would totally agree with Paul, there is no such thing in the body of Christ, like divisions based on, on some servants of the Lord. But anyway, how do we know that this whole passage is just one section on the same theme? Well, it's, I think it's very simple. It's through the passage, you see that here and there, Paul goes back to mentioning Apollos, and to mentioning Cephas, and even Christ, in, in that specific context. So for instance, if you look at chapter 3 again, uh, in verse 4, which we didn't read, but he says, For when one says... I am of Paul, and another I am of Apollos. Are you not mere man?
1: 有说我是属保罗的, you see, he
0: is now in chapter 3, but he still has what he declared at the very beginning in his
1: mind. OK?
0: And at the end of the chapter, verse 22, he says whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas or the or the world, etc., etc. Uh, verse 23, you belong to Christ and Christ belongs to God.
1: And even in chapter 4,
0: 第四章呢? In verse 6, Paul says, Now these things, brethren, I have figuratively applied to myself and Apollos for your sakes.
1: So it
0: seems to be very clear that this, through the whole first four chapters, this very thing that Paul is trying to address, it's in his mind. Through the whole passage and this is indeed very, very important because it will help us to appreciate how Paul is trying to address this matter of fellowship and the problems of
1: fellowship.
0: So, I will ask you that as we share this morning, please keep that in mind. <laughs> uh,
1: actually,
0: uh, we have just maybe another 40 or 50 minutes left. And I, I really want, I feel that it's beyond me to be able to go through three chapters in the Bible. But what I really feel and trust that the Lord can use this time is to give you some pointers, some, uh, uh, an aspect here, another there, that can serve as somehow a guidepost of the theme of these four chapters. 所以借着, uh, 主人也, 就是在这四章, and indeed, it's a very, very full and rich passage in the whole Bible so you know I don't know if I can even share on something simpler let alone something so wonderful and rich like this but we trust that the Lord can really speak to us Uh, actually uh, before we go into a little more detail there are essentially uh or there are at least I should say three things that Paul is trying to show to these believers in this passage he would dwell on the nature and the scope of our fellowship as
1: these
0: believers were going through divisions among themselves it was very clear that they didn't know they didn 't quite apprehend what is the true nature of our fellowship
1: and
0: Paul will show them what is the true nature of our fellowship in christ. 什么是交通的中心? He will show also what is the scope of this fellowship.
1: 它也要交通说, and
0: how do we experience this fellowship? 还有, 第三就是, and finally, he will show these believers the consequences of this fellowship. In other words, if we live in a way that is consistent with this fellowship, there are consequences. If we live in a way that is inconsistent with the nature of this fellowship, there are also consequences. So we want to have this kind of uh, by the grace of the Lord a bird's eye view of this
1: of this
0: and I really like that picture of the bird flying on the on top of a forest, right you have a forest there, there may be hundreds or thousands of trees down there but when When the when the bird is flying at the top, all all the bird can appreciate is the big picture of that forest. And here we have an unfathomable forest of the word of God. We cannot go and and explore in detail each one of the trees, which is a wonderful thing to do. But we trust that the Lord somehow can impress upon our hearts this morning something of this big picture of that forest. And before we go into detail, I still, by means of introduction, I still want to remember, refresh our minds about the meaning of this word fellowship in the Bible. So here is this great declaration from Paul. God is faithful, verse uh, again, chapter 1 9. God is faithful, through whom you were called into fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ our Lord.
1: 他说神是信实的
0: so what is the meaning in the original Greek of this word fellowship? I think we heard this many, many times in the last in the course of the last year. And I just hope that I'm refreshing your mind about this. To so put it very simply, fellowship means sharing. A sharing of something. It's the simplest way to explain it. Fellowship is having something in common. 分, uh, 交通就是我们都一, and to give us a picture of what is, what is fellowship. There is a verse in Acts that I want to read it really quickly with you.
1: 所以个林, Acts chapter 2.
0: Acts chapter 2, verse 44. It says, And all those who had believed were together and had all things in common. So this verse, of course, is what happened immediately after the day of Pentecost. This is the birth of the church. And after Peter preached the gospel, 3,000 believed in the Lord and the Holy, uh, the Holy Spirit had come down. And the Bible has this wonderful remark that all those that believe. They had everything in
1: common. See, the word in the
0: original Greek here is fellowship. And this translation actually gives you the exact sense or meaning of that word. To have everything in common. But now, when we turn to 1 Corinthians 1.9 again, there is an almost astounding truth in this verse. It speaks about our calling. What God called you and me for? God is faithful who had called you and me to the fellowship of His Son. Jesus Christ, our Lord. So for us to appreciate this truth, let me use the translation in Acts chapter two, forty four. And I'll, I'll apply that to 1 Corinthians 1, 9. 所以我们为这样解释的缘故，我们就用《使徒行传》二章四十四节里面所提到的，来解释这个《哥林多前书》一章九节。God is faithful, who has called you to have everything in common with His Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord.
1: 神是信实的，你们原是被他招的，好与他儿子凡物公用，就是一切都公用。
0: can we see the greatness of our calling? It's almost, it's almost, a, a, it's really something that almost scares me
1: to so, think about that.
0: God has called you and me to share everything in common with whom? With his son. 所以神呼召我们, uh, 凡, 一切, uh, 凡无功, it's a wonderful calling. And it does not depend on you or me. Do 所以, we realize that? 这不靠你, All originated in God. And He is faithful to make that calling a reality in our lives. May the Lord impress upon our hearts what a great calling we have. But we should remember, based on this very verse, that this calling has... At least two dimensions, right? There is a vertical aspect. We are called to share everything with God the Son. everything with God the Son. By the grace of God, we were placed in a most intimate and wonderful relationship with our Lord Jesus. And there is something very personal and individual in that. See, the way we enter into this fellowship with the Lord is by believing in Him. And that's definitely. A personal thing. No one can believe for me. I cannot believe in behalf of somebody else. I cannot, of I cannot believe in behalf of my little son. One day he will have to believe for himself. As we believe in the Lord Jesus, God places us into this wonderful fellowship with Him but at the same time in the very verse you can see that there is another dimension to this fellowship so there is a horizontal dimension here as well God is faithful who has called us to the fellowship of His Son Jesus Christ not just my Lord not just your Lord but Jesus Christ our Lord. And as we enter into this most precious relationship with the Lord, we realize that others have been called with exactly the same quality. And there is this sharing of Between me and the Lord, but also between my brother and sister with the Lord, which make us all partakers of the same wonderful fellowship and for some reason, it seems that those Corinthian believers they had some kind of problem when it came to that horizontal aspect of our fellowship so. Even though they had this definitely, this wonderful calling was upon them, that's what Paul is saying, directly, firstly to them. And however, they were living in such a way that contradicted that very calling. How is Paul going to address this matter? How is Paul going to help the saints to understand the, the, very, the real nature of our fellowship?
1: Well,
0: here is my impression as I've been meditating for in these in this chapters. So, as we read these four chapters, you'll find that very, very often, Paul is going to make a kind of contrast between ideas. There are plenty, plenty of things that are put together in contrast to each other. Is, is, that a, is that a right English word? To be in contrast to one another? Yeah. Okay, thank you. <laughs> That's reassuring. Uh, but anyway, as, as you read these four chapters, you'll see many, many contrasts uh, in almost through the whole four chapters. So <laughs> And it seems to me that what Paul essentially is trying to, to show to these believers is a contrast between the fellowship that they were called and the things that do not belong to the fellowship that they were called into. Actually, our
1: theme verse 1 9
0: is in itself the first greatest contrast in the whole book or in this whole section let me put it that way. How do we know that? 我们怎么知道? Where is the contrast? Well, he's saying that we were called to this wonderful fellowship with the Lord Jesus Where is the contrast to that? 所以这个, well, the contrast uh, is what we just read the first verses we read at the beginning of the epistle Let's read them again
1: and I'll
0: just read verse 2 so Paul is just addressing the church it's the very opening of the epistle and he says to the church of God which is at Corinth (coughs) well scholars of Greek tell us what is the real meaning of the word church the word church in Greek it's it's formed by two words put together so the word is e- ecclesia or ecclesia and actually the two first letters there it's an E and a K I don't know what, what is that in Greek but they have it's like a kind of uh, 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 a prefix, if you will. And it gives the idea of something that is taken out of. Ecclesia, in the original Greek, simply means the ones that were called out of something. And Paul is at the very beginning reminding the saints, you were called out of something. So, Paul saints, kind of and of course, we know that the, the one thing that we all that believed one day in the Lord Jesus were called out of is the world. It's almost let's think for a second in terms of a fellowship. When we are in the world, when we are born in the world, we belong also to a certain fellowship. It's automatic. You're born here, that's it, you're part of a fellowship. Is not the fellowship of the Son of God. is actually another fellowship, which 是, the Bible calls the world. But when we are saved by the grace of the Lord, the Lord is calling us out of that fellowship, out of that system, into another fellowship, which is the fellowship of His Son.. It's a tremendous contrast. These two fellowship have these two fellowships have nothing in common. And that's what the Lord did when he saved those Corinthian brothers. He called them out of that fellowship into another fellowship. Well, the basic problem of these saints' at Corinth seems to be that even though they were called into a new fellowship, the fellowship of God's son, they were still trying to live by the old fellowship that they belong to, which is the world.. 所以, so in order to correct their understanding and to show them the reality of the new fellowship that they belong, Paul will present a series of contrasts throughout the whole passage. We don't have the time to go through all of them. But I would like to point to you one or two or three, maybe. And I feel that it becomes very clear what is Paul's approach to this problem. So instance, let's see at the first one,. 比如说第一个, so, you remember that we just read how Paul is addressing at the very beginning what's the problem in their midst. Some people were saying, I'm of Paul. And other people inside the church were saying, I'm of Apollos. And others, I am of Cephas. In that same paragraph, 同音段话林, Paul ends the paragraph in verse 17 saying this. For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not in cleverness of speech, so that the cross of Christ would not be made void.
1: Here
0: immediately you, you have a contrast. It's like Paul saying to these Corinthians, "See the message that we all share, that you receive when you believe has nothing to do with cleverness of words, cleverness of speech. it has everything to do with the cross of Christ. You see the contrast. And I feel that we need to mention really quick a little bit of the background of that city of Corinth. This, the哥林多本身, the city of Corinth was a really important city in that day, in that age, in that time in the, in the Roman Empire. In and the, the citizens of that, that city were known by two things mainly. 所以那邊的城市, 他們的這個市民, the first one was not a very commendable thing. They had an extremely immoral lifestyle. In the midst of a pagan world which already had very low standards in morality, they were probably the lowest of the low and they were famous for that infamous I should I should see the, word. the right word but there was another thing that also was a characteristic of that city the Corinthians really prided themselves for uh The beauty of speech and of philosophy. They were really proud about that. So some scholars tell us that if you would go to uh, uh, the marketplace in those days, you'll find different schools of philosophy debating with one another about what is truth, what is not truth. And they had tremendous pride about that
1: kind of stuff.
0: And it seems very clear here that these this believers, the saints, I'm not talking about the city, the ones that were called out of the world, when they were called out of the world, they should have left the things behind them. But no, somehow they were called into a new fellowship, a new life, but they still valued tremendously that old kind of stuff. And it
1: seems that
0: Paul is reminded them see, folks. You know, in the old fellowship, that is very important. If you're clever, if you have a very articulated mind, oh, that's tremendous in the old fellowship. So in region, in
1: world,
0: but in the new fellowship, in your calling, in this relationship with the Lord Jesus all oh, these things matter nothing that's why Paul is saying I was not called to preach the gospel with you know, beautiful words no. because beautiful words will do nothing for you at the end of the day and he continues in verse 18 speaking on the word of the cross. That's the center of the message of the gospel. So the So you see the contrast here. On the one hand, you have beautiful speech. It's very attractive in but, in, in, to the Old Fellowship. But on the other hand, you have the word of the cross. And that word of the cross is our very entrance into this new fellowship. It's through the word of the cross. Well, we don't know exactly what was happening there. But it's uh, it's very likely that part of the problem was that these Corinthians were trying to assess how wise were those different servants of, of the Lord. So probably they were saying, well you know what? I think that Paul is really the wiser among all those servants that have been in our midst. Uh, and I'm really, I'm with him. That's it. And everybody else doesn't count to me. So, I Maybe another saccharine would say, no, 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 Apollos. And Apollos, you know, he wasn't an, an El- Hellenistic Jew.
1: And that's a, 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 a
0: Jewish person that was that was born probably in a in a Greek country or in a in, in a country with Greek culture. And very likely he had a Greek something Greek in the outlook of things. So the essential message is always the same. There is no disagreement between Paul Apollos and Cephas on the essential essential message. 所以信息的基因, 当然是没有问题, but because they are different human vessels, there are some differences at the human level, see? 所以他們是這個 这个, 呃,
1: 屬, 啊, 屬肉体的器皿, and,
0: and those Corinthian believers were putting a lot, an awful lot of emphasis in the differences at the human level so we don't know but it's very likely that Apollos was a more philosophical person and Cephas which is Peter is of course there is nothing Hellenistic in, in Peter he represents uh, he comes from his a Jew period and those Corinthians were somehow they got obsessed I think that's the right word on the different different levels human things of those servants of the Lord.
1: So
0: Paul says, Why are you guys that's that's my paraphrase why are you guys occupied with those differences? So don't you see that anything that is simply human cannot help you at the
1: end
0: of the day? You enter into this fellowship through the word of the cross. Let's really quick look at another contrast here. In, still in chapter 1. Verse 22 and 23, it says, For indeed, Jews ask for signs, and Greeks search for wisdom. And here you have two major ways of manhood. The major way of life or outlook of life for Greeks was wisdom. And by wisdom is, uh, is philosophical wisdom. They would try with their brains to figure out what's the meaning of life. What's the best, what's the answer to the problem of life? That's what Greeks were concerned with most. And that's why Paul says, Greeks look for wisdom. But Jews represent another major outlook of life. And Jews were interested in power. 猶太人, and it's very interesting because, of course, they were a very religious people. They had received the revelation of the Old Testament. They They expected They in, in behalf of Israel again. You remember that in these days, Israel was under Roman uh, yoke, if you will. And they, and they expected God to once again fulfill the promises in the Old Testament and deliver them from that yoke, so Israel would become number one again. And this may seem very noble because there was a hope in God in all the whole thing. So, like
1: uh,
0: but unfortunately, everything was very external. It's not it's not it's not all, very actually, there, is, there was no true hope in God. They wanted their position to be restored. They they wanted power, something powerful in their behalf, but it was not for God's sake, it's for their own sake. And at the end of the day, it seems that Paul is taking two major ways of men and putting this in front of the Corinthians. So Now comes the contrast. See verse
1: twenty-three.
0: It says but 但是, actually if you read the whole passage, the whole first four chapters, you'll find those buts. However all over the place because there is full of contrast being presented on the one hand you have the ways of man represented by Greek and Jew outlook but here Paul says but we verse 23 but we preach Christ crucified to Jews a stumbling block and to Gentiles a foolishness or in other words Paul is rem- reminding very gently these saints don't you see that in God's eyes whether it's a Greek outlook with all the philosophy or a Jewish desire for power That at the end of the day, these things are totally ineffective when it comes to your salvation. We preach Christ crucified.
1: Let's see another
0: contrast. Verse 26. For consider your calling, brethren. Uh, And again, the word calling, the same word that is used in one mind. That there were not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many
1: noble. Here you
0: have the contrast. But, again but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to shame the wise and God has chosen the weak things of the world to shame the things which are strong you see in the old fellowship that we are all born into birth is a tremendous sin took 就是, if you're well born in in, in quotes meaning that you're born into a family of wealth and of of influence or etc we know how much that represents in the world uh, but isn't it wonderful that Paul reminds those Corinthians? He's saying, "But have you seen your calling? Have you seen that you that God has chosen mostly people that are, you know,
1: nobodies?" You and sisters, let's step back for a, for a second.弟兄姊妹們，我們在的就是的，這退一步來看。
0: I feel that in all this contrast, Paul essentially is trying to show these believers what is the real nature of our fellowship. So, of of gospel, we were called to the fellowship of our Lord Jesus Christ, we to, Jesus Christ. to have everything in common with Him. But you know at the same time that means that everything in the old fellowship is behind is past 但同样的, 我们知道, 一切过去的, 呃, 那个交通, the things that are important in the world in the old fellowship have absolutely no value in the new fellowship. 所以在舊舊的這個交通裡重要的在新的一點意義都沒有. In the old fellowship, people really want to be wise or smart or clever. 所以在旧的交通里, 呃, and Paul says, But did that help you at all? 但是保罗说, Could you be saved with all the cleverness and all the philosophy and all the things of this world? 这个世上的哲学, 拯救你吗? No. It's the is the word of the cross that saved you. Or thinking birth. If you're really well born into a very wealthy family, can this help you in eternal matters? 有钱的家庭里, Don't you see that God has chosen the the no bodies as they say? Us? Oh, and then there comes verse 30. Well, oh, what a big contrast is this verse. It's one of the greatest buts in the Bible. However, it says, after he says about our calling, that, you know, God chose, he had chosen a number of chose nobody, he says, but, by his doing, by God's doing, you are in Christ Jesus who became to us wisdom from God, righteousness, and sanctification, and redemption. And there you go. Here you have in one verse, here is the nature of the new fellowship. In this fellowship, God has placed you and me in Christ. And you see that we share everything with Him. Actually, we share His very own person is for us now. He becomes from God unto us wisdom. And wisdom is qualified or described here in terms of three things righteousness, sanctification and redemption you see it's, it's, a, it's a little technicality in Greek grammar but that's the true meaning here uh, go ahead um, I don't know what it's t- c- it t- so sometimes many times when I read this passage I thought in my mind oh wonderful Christ has become four things to us wisdom, and and uh, righteousness, and sanctification, and redemption. So, before, and I was reading in But it's actually not what the Greek is saying. it's actually saying, Christ has become, from God to us, wisdom. And that wisdom is righteousness and sanctification and redemption you see the contrast here it's, it's almost as if Paul is reminding them see you guys are so interested in wisdom right in you in cleverness and philosophies etc that, that's what the church was divided upon those
1: things
0: but think for a second what does human wisdom give you at the end of the day. 但是最後, it does not produce a drop of any of these things. Of righteousness, sanctification. Can human wisdom give you righteousness? No. Can you can human
1: wisdom give you sanctification? No. Can it give
0: you redemption? No. To use another very important word throughout this passage, which is is power, the other word, wisdom and power. But what Paul is saying in essence is this, human wisdom is absolutely powerless. You can have all the beautiful thoughts, all the cleverness, everything you want, it will not change a bit. An but we need to face one thing. In the old fellowship, in, in the, world the world realm, realm. Oh, wisdom is very important. In this country, if you're clever enough, you can become the president, you know, even without any, any good birth. That's the truth and I'm sure you know a lot of smart people there that even from a very humble beginning they you know became either billionaires or or millionaires or very rich successful people in this world it's very important in this world but here you have thinking our calling is what Paul is saying Are most of us very bright people, and very smart, and very philosophical, or or whatever you want to put there? The answer is no. And sometimes I may be even tempted to be depressed by that fact when I consider myself. But you see the contrast here. You're not that wise. You're not that powerful. You're a Jonah body. But God has placed you and me in Christ Jesus, His Son. And He has become to us what all the wisdom in the world cannot never do. It's like Paul saying, you you want to know what's true wisdom? Here is true wisdom, righteousness, sanctification. sanctification. In other words, your relationship restored with God, you're righteous in His eyes. You're sanctified by the grace of God. And one day we will be redeemed. We will be released from the bondage of this body. Do you see that that's your portion in this fellowship with Jesus Christ? Do you see that that's the true nature of our fellowship? Well, at the same time, it's not just the nature of the fellowship, but it's very clear that this fellowship establishes a scope. Or let's use another word there is a boundary that this new fellowship establishes. If the nature of our fellowship is Christ Himself, as Paul is saying so clearly. Rugo In this new fellowship, nothing of the world has any value. Christ is everything. So do we realize that this fellowship has puts a very clear boundary here? 你要看见说, and a boundary means that when you have a boundary, you have two different areas, right? Here is area you know, A, and here is area B, and the boundary is dividing both of them. I feel that Paul makes this idea very, very clear in ver- chapter 2, verse 2.
1: He says,
0: For I determined to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified.
1: Here you have the boundary
0: of this new fellowship. This fellowship declares That everything that is Christ is part of the fellowship. That's it. But everything that is not Christ is out of the fellowship. And that's why it's so important that Paul is trying to show these believers that actually we're, we're living in a kind of in a, in a double state. They belong to a new fellowship, but they live by the values of the old fellowship.
1: And Paul tells
0: them, I decided when I was among you, I decided to know nothing but Jesus
1: Christ. 不知道别的, 只知道耶稣基督, because he is the
0: nature, he is the substance of what we have in common. And if anyone, let's make this very clear, if anyone could speak with worldly wisdom and with philosophy, Paul certainly was one of those people. Oh, Paul was extremely capable on the natural realm. But when he understood the nature of our fellowship, he said, I decided to exclude everything that is not Jesus Christ, because He is the only thing that matters in the new fellowship. Well, we don't have the time to read this verse, but at the end of the same epistle, Paul makes a wonderful declaration about Christ. in 1 Corinthians fifteen forty five he says that he, the title that he gives to Christ is the last Adam. Why is, the Jesus the last Adam? Why is the Lord Jesus being called by Paul the last Adam? Because when the Lord Jesus died on the cross he not only he is did, he he, he did the work of our atonement But also He concluded everything that belongs to the old fellowship realm to the Adam realm he, con- he took that upon himself on the cross and he concluded it
1: that's
0: it he became the last Adam in that sense everything that belongs to the old fellowship which by the way has no value whatsoever at God's sight he concluded that. He took that upon himself on the cross. And now he ushers a new creation. And we are part of that new creation. So, as Brother Austin Sparks likes to say, the cross is at the same time the biggest no in the universe. 斯伯克地兄上说, 这个不, the cross reveals a divine no, or ush, or others I should say a divine no upon everything that belongs to Adam See and at the end of the day if Christ is the nature of the new fellowship. What is the nature of the old fellowship? What do we have in common in this old fellowship? Well, guess what? Adam. We are born in Adam in this world. And it doesn't matter if you're Chinese, and I was raised in a Brazilian country, and some were raised in, in, in the United States. It doesn't matter. We have Adam in common. We are very, very
1: alike.
0: Let me correct myself. That was our position. But now we belong to a new fellowship. Do you see the grace of God? Well, all right, we are... (laughs) Uh, we're just in chapter 1 let's try to touch really <laughs> quick on one or two aspects in the rest of, the, of these chapters <laughs> so Paul is showing what is the nature and the scope of this fellowship that we were called into <laughs> but when you come to chapter 2 you can see that there is a different emphasis. Paul Paul is showing those believers, how can we experience this new fellowship? See, this new fellowship, this calling that was given to us, is not supposed to be just a theory in our lives. And that's unfortunately what was happening to these Corinthians. They had a wonderful theory and where was the reality? So in chapter two, Paul shows to the Corinthians how can we experience entering to the good, the reality of our fellowship with
1: Christ.
0: And here you have a tremendous contrast. Let's read a verse here in chapter two. Two nine. it says, But just as it is, as it is writ- written, things which eye has not seen, and ear has not heard, and which have not entered into the heart of man, all that God has prepared for those who love Him. 2.9. 1 Corinthians? Yes. Okay. Rujin...
1: Uh,
0: So here you have God has prepared something tremendous for those who love him and that's the fellowship of his son But you see what Paul is saying Eyes are human eyes cannot see that our human ears our heart our human heart can never comprehend the divine things those those things are beyond the natural perception verse 10 now which is immediately after that for to us God revealed them through the spirit in my Portuguese Bible, I have a big but God has revealed, in other words, everything that i everything of God that is so wonderful but I cannot apprehend humanly, God has revealed through his spirit. And here you have a tremendous principle in Christian life. So, principle in life. How can we enter in reality into this fellowship, into this sharing everything with the Lord Jesus and with His own? there is no other way but by the Holy Spirit but now listen There are tremendous news here. Let's read verse 12. Now, we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, so that we may know the things freely given to us by God. You see, humanly speaking, we cannot enter by ourselves into the things of God. But here you have yet another wonderful contrast. God has not given you the spirit of the world. That's the spirit of the old fellowship, right? He has already. He's not saying He will give you. He might give you, no, in the past, He has given to you His own Spirit.
1: The
0: Spirit who is from God. What's the purpose that He gives you His Spirit? So that you may know the things freely given to us by God we need to mention here that the word know here doesn't refer to mental knowledge
1: no
0: it refers to something deeper to a knowledge that is an experiential knowledge and that is part of the tremendous calling that God has upon us. He not only saves us, by his he only saves us by his son, but he gives us his Holy Spirit that we may experience, enter into all the good of that wonderful relationship. But then you have the hindrance of fellowship.
1: So, I,
0: I hope you keep the big picture. I'm trying to speak on the nature, the scope of fellowship, the experience of fellowship But in verse in chapter three, Paul will dwell on what's the big hindrance of fellowship Let's read again verse one. And I, brethren, could not speak to you as to spiritual men, but as to men of flesh, as to infants in Christ.
1: Uh Three-one. The
0: very root of all the problems in Corinth this is the deepest root the, deepest, the, the so-called root cause and here Paul gives them the diagnosis the reason why I can't have, see you guys are carnal think about that God has given as he said in chapter 2 he has given these brothers these saints in Corinth his own spirit his own spirit dwell in them that they may know the things that come from God. And yet, Paul says, but see, there is a, a sad contrast.
1: 但是这边保罗说, but you are carnal.
0: What is a carnal believer? According to this context, I want to suggest the following. 就, 就是这样说, A carnal person is someone that was called and belongs to the new fellowship, the fellowship of the Lord Jesus Christ. But that person insists in living by the old fellowship.
1: That's
0: a carnal person. You are in Christ, but you're still living by the life of Adam. 你是属乎基督, you see, what a contradiction and that was the condition of those saints in Corinth called into something most glorious and yet living by the old life the old fellowship well as we have to conclude let's move really quick to the last portion that we read this morning
1: still in chapter 3 Paul
0: Paul starts to use a figure, a metaphor, to, to explain something to the saints. He says, in, sorry, he says in verse 10, according to the grace of God, which was given to me like a wise master builder, I laid a foundation, and another is building on it. But each man must be careful how he builds on it.. <coughs>
1: 立好了根基, 有別人在上面建造,
0: so Paul presents a metaphor
1: of a building.
0: And he, he says, I was like a master builder and I laid a foundation. So in other words, when Paul is there among them and preach Paul was the one that preached the gospel to the Corinthians the church at Corinth came to being by Paul's labor or in other that's what Paul is referring to when I preached the gospel when you guys were saved I was like laying a foundation but there is a big tremendous warning here a but the last sentence in verse 10 but each man must be careful how he builds on the foundation in other words it's like Paul reminding see guys you were saved by my ministry and it's like the foundation was laid and the foundation is no other than Jesus Christ But that's not the end of the story. Each man, each person, each believer has a tremendous responsibility on what is built on top of that foundation. And Paul says in verse 12, he gives two two possible things that can be built on top
1: of the foundation, uh,
0: Now, if any man verse chapter three, verse twelve, if any man builds on the foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each man's work will become evident.. See, when we are saved, a foundation is laid. But now, each one of us is building on, the, on top of that foundation. And we can build in two ways. We can build with worthy, with valuable material, gold, silver, precious stones. 所以我們可以用這個珍貴的這個材料去建造,或者金、銀、寶石。Or we can build with stuff that has no value
1: at all, wood, hay,
0: straw. From the context here, what, what does it mean to build with valuable stuff, gold, silver, precious stones, or wood, hay straws? I feel it's very clear. The Holy Spirit was given to each one of us. We were called into this wonderful fellowship. But are we living, are we living, by the Holy Spirit who is in control of your life, is of your life? Is the Holy Spirit or are we living by old Adam by the values of this world I think there is a very clear uh, way to see which way we are building 我们我觉得很, paul says you know, I wish I could give you solid food, but you guys were babes were infants 呃, 呃, 这个干粮, 但是我, that's a characteristic of a Christ, or of a carnal Christian. it's a baby Oh there is life there, that's wonderful. They can be very cute. But they're so self-centered. Isn't it true? I have a toddler, so wow. I think I know what it, what that that means. If everything is not exactly like I like, I'll cry and make everybody's else life miserable.
1: 如果如果这个一切不是完全按照我所想的，我就会这样，所有周围的人的生活都很就是很很可怕。Who is
0: the center of your life？所以你的你生活的中心是谁呢？Is the Holy Spirit？是圣灵吗？Is this new fellowship in the Lord Jesus or are we living by our old values but our old if you live in the spirit, you're building with gold, with silver, with
1: precious
0: but when we live as the Corinthians by the flesh, no value at all.
1: It's wood,
0: hay, now I conclude with this, there is a consequence, whether we build with one category or or the other of materials, there is a huge consequence in the future. Did you realize that? Never think, oh, it doesn't matter, I'm saved, I'm going one day to heaven. Thank the Lord. If we are saved, we will go one day to heaven. <coughs> but we should never think that that's the end of the story. 但是, now I can be as careless as I want. 但你不要觉得说, 这好像就是故事的, In verse 13, Paul says that whatever is the work that you're building, whether it's valuable thing or not valuable things, whatever you're doing one day will become evident. And Paul says, for the day, a very specific day, for the day will show it because it is to be revealed with fire. And the fire itself will test the quality of each man's work. One day we will all stand before the judgment seat of our Lord Jesus Christ. We were given so much, brothers and sisters. One day we will need to face our Lord, our Savior, our gracious Lord. And the question is, what have you done? With all that grace that was given to you with this fellowship
1: 主就会问我们说, 你,
0: 我所赐给你的这些, 你, What have you built upon the foundation and that day of the judgment seat here is compared like a big
1: fire.
0: Take a building, a house that is made of gold, silver, and precious stones. Pass it through the fire, and you know what happens? The fire just magnifies the beauty of that building. It will will shine even more brightly. And maybe someone didn't know that that was go to, but when it goes through fire, they say, Wow, look at the beauty, look at the value
1: of that. Take a house built of wood, hay, and straw. Put it on fire. 你把它這個燒,
0: and in few minutes everything is ashes. It may have taken a whole lifetime to build a beautiful castle of wood. 這個, 呃, 呃, in few instants it will go up in smoke. 幾分鐘內它就燒, Whatever is the work of each man, the day will reveal it. So may the Lord be gracious to us, as we have received so much grace from Him, as we were called with such a calling like that, let the Lord, by His grace, cause us to build in a way that is worthy of
1: Him.
0: I apologize for the time, and I, I, uh, let's conclude with a word of
1: prayer.
0: Lord, indeed, as we think on, on the grace that was given to us, 主啊, what else can we do but thank you? 主啊, Even as your table reminds us, 主啊, we were saved with such a salvation, 主啊, we were called with such a calling. 主啊, we were given the Holy Spirit to dwell in
1: us. 主要, Lord, open our eyes that we may see. Lord, 主要, what a Savior we have. 主要,
0: 你是何等美好的救, what a calling was given to us. 主要, and as we behold you, Lord, help us to be the ones that build upon the foundation in a way that is worthy of You. we pray in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We pray in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ.